Thank you for tuning in to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, January the 16th. We pray that you and your families are well, in good health, and prepared to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. Our prayers and condolences continue to go out to Sister Asia Lawrence on the loss of her grandmother, Mrs. Ruby Lawrence, who passed away last Sunday morning. Let's continue to keep Asia and her family in our prayers. Sister Carol Thompson is asking for prayers for a doctor visit that she is having or has had concerning her thyroid. Brother Casey Gore is having a major MRI procedure today, and he is asking that we pray that the result of his MRI procedure will be a good one. Sister Norma Campbell is asking that we pray for her nephew, Kelvin Biggers, who recently had a surgical procedure involving cancer. Sister Geraldine Walker is asking that we pray for her mother, who recently tested positive for COVID-19. She is doing well at the moment, but wants us to continue to keep her in prayer. Now, we learned sadly yesterday that Sister Shalonda Spivey and Sister Kiwana Smith lost their brother, Mr. Darius Barnes, Friday night in a car accident. This has been very shocking to the family, and at this time, there is no further information. But let's continue to extend our prayers and sympathies, as well as our condolences, to both families during their time of loss. Let's continue to pray for all of our sick, our shut-in, bereaved, elderly, and traveling members and their families. Continue to stay connected by making phone calls, sending cards, and text messages when you can. Brother Kantz will continue his study from the book of Genesis today. The lesson text will come from Genesis chapter 37 and verses 1 through 22. The lesson is titled, Joseph the Dreamer. Please tune in and study along with Brother Kantz anytime on the Lord's Day. And you can contact Brother Kantz with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.kantz at gmail.com. This Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m., I invite you to participate in our midweek Bible study. This week, we will continue our study titled, Lord, I Need an Attitude Adjustment, focusing on a series of lessons from the first four chapters of the book of Malachi. This week, lesson six is titled, God Has Something to Say About Who You Marry, coming from Malachi chapter 2 and verses 11 and 12. Please make plans to join us this Wednesday evening and every Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. Lastly, please keep our nation in your prayers for peace and calm as we prepare to begin a new administration this Wednesday, Lord willing. That will conclude our updated announcements. We will now begin today's worship service. A hearty good morning to everyone this morning. It's good to see everybody here this morning on this chilly day outside, but nice and comfortable here inside. So it's good to see and have all of you here present with us on this Lord's Day. Uh, For those that are listening on our podcast, 
Uh, we appreciate you tuning in and hope that all is well uh, in, in your home and with your families as well. Uh, so we all are welcoming, welcoming in a new year, again, that God has given us. Uh, but as we see through the media, uh, war and violence is still a part of uh, America today, so that should cause us Christians to pray even harder uh, for peace because it is only God who can change the heart of those who are angry. So let's keep our nation and our homes and our families in prayer. We're constantly hearing about several congregations who have lost family members or who are sick themselves. So church, let's pray overall uh, for the brotherhood. Uh, many, many families and congregations are suffering at this time and let's continue to pray one for another because we do know the effectual prayer of the righteous availeth much means carries weight. So let's continue to pray for one another and for our nation. Again, if, uh, if, any time, uh, if you are visiting, I don't see any unfamiliar faces, but if you are a visitor, we do welcome you also. If at any time, again, you, you need to speak to someone at leadership, uh, pick up the phone and don't hesitate. We're always uh, open for your phone calls. If you're in need of uh, prayer or have a, a request or spiritual guidance, please call us, anyone in leadership, and we'll be happy to entertain your question. We know that we are uh, in distance as far as physically, but we're never away from you spiritually and with a phone call, so please don't hesitate, church, to call. Our sympathies at this time go out to Brother Danny Simmons and family on the passing of Brother uh, Danny's older brother, Rufus Simmons, who recently passed away from a battle of, with cancer in Dyersburg, Tennessee. So Brother Simmons, you are in our prayers. I know it's a tremendous loss, but you are in our prayers. Uh, details are not known at this time, so let's continue to keep them in our prayer. A prayer request, Sister Andrea Shelton, she's not here this morning. She is dealing with sinus uh, problems and asking for the church for prayers for her health. Also, uh, asking for prayers for her son, Lorenzo. Sister Maddie, da Maddie Dow uh, will have a medical procedure this coming Tuesday, an outpatient procedure, and asking for our prayers. We know that brother, uh, brother Vernon Bond is now back home recovering from his time in the hospital, so he is now back home. Sister Patricia Baskerville is still at St. Thomas West, uh, not able to clearly talk, uh, so let's keep her in our prayers. She will uh, be, be undergoing a, another formality this morning, uh, so let's keep her in prayer. Brother and Sister John Liggs, they will be having their medical tests this week, so they're asking for our prayers also as they go through a series of tests. Uh, Sister Pillar's family, those that had the virus, they are all well, and thanks everyone for your prayers. Uh, prayer requests, uh, we learned that Brother Ellis Scruggs uh, is having some health problems at this time. So let's keep him also in our prayers. We notice we haven't seen Sister Courtney Spivey in service lately uh, and learned that she is working the night shift. So she is listening to the service through the podcast. 
We do encourage everyone to continue to listen to our weekly Bible classes on Lord's Day. You can listen to our podcast by our brother uh, Kent's and on Wednesdays at 7.15 on the conference call by our brother William Carruthers. So we encourage all to continue to take part in our Bible classes. We also encourage those who are not attending our service and listening to the podcast to also continue to send in your offering. You can again send that in to Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ, P.O. Box 41648, Nashville, Tennessee 37204. Uh, we're glad to hear that those that have taken the shot for the virus, that they're all doing well. Uh, the reports is those that have taken it, they're all doing well, and that's a blessing. Uh, and uh, with no major after effects, so that's a blessing and glad that you all are well. But let's pray for those who, who are scheduled and will be taking the shot pretty soon. Pray that they also are well. We know that they have now allowing everyone 75 and up this first series to be able to take the shot. So let's pray for those that are taking the shot that all is well as they prepare themselves uh, to battle against COVID-19. Church, let's continue to uh, practice safe measures. They are looking for the virus to increase because of the holiday times. So let's continue to uh, keep ourselves protected from the virus. We all know and is proven that wearing the mask is important. Social distancing is important and washing our hands. So let's continue to do that church for our safety and for the safety of others around us. It's good to see Sister Jones here with us this morning, Sister Elizabeth Jones, and she has a call that says, hello, my church family. I hope this finds you all in good health and spirit on this day. I could not let this pass, this, this time pass, with the season pass without my family knowing how much I love you, each and every one of you. And she's asking for us to keep her in prayer, keep my mother also in prayer, and her daughters and her nieces and nephews Keep them in prayer as they all are trying to keep themselves safe from the virus also. So good to see you, Sister Jones, and have you here with us. We missed you as well. Order of service this morning, our singing, Brother Courtney Spivey, scripture reading and prayer. Chorus Spivey. I said Courtney. Okay. Corey Spivey. Yeah, that's Corey. Okay. I don't know what y'all heard. Anyway, singing, Brother Corey Spivey will be singing this morning. Scripture reading and prayer, Brother John Phillips. Our sermon, Brother Robert McLean. Our prayer for our offering. Again, we take our offering up at the end of service. But our prayer for our offering and for the Lord's Supper, Brother Tyrone Moore Sr., and our benediction prayer, Brother Arnold Spivey. Again, good morning. Let us now pray. Let us now prepare ourselves for our morning service. Good morning. Page 274 will be our first selection. Page 274. I have found a friend in Jesus. Let us sing. 
I have found a friend in Jesus, he's everything to me. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. The lily of the valley, in him alone I see. All I need to cleanse and make me fully whole. In sorrow he's my comfort, in trouble he's my stay. He tells me every care on him to roam. He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. Oh, he all my griefs has taken, and all my sorrows borne. In temptation he's my strong and mighty tower. I have all for him forsaken, and all my idols torn. From my heart and now he keeps me by his power. Though all the world forsake me, and Satan tempt me sore, through Jesus I shall safely reach the goal. He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. He will never, never leave me, nor yet forsake me here, while I live by faith and do his blessed will. A wall of fire about me, I've nothing now to fear. With his manna he my hungry soul shall fill. Then sweeping up to glory to see his blessed face, where rivers of delight shall ever roll. He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. Page 478. Sing the first, second, and fourth verse. 478. Let us sing. As I journey through the land, singing as I go, pointing souls to Calvary, to the crimson flow, many arrows pierced my soul from without within, but my Lord leads me on, through him I must win, oh, I want to see him look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home last, ever to rejoice. When in service for my Lord, dark may be the night, but I'll cling more close to him. He will give 
me light. Satan's snares may vex the soul, turn my thoughts aside. But my Lord goes ahead, he leads whatever be tied. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face, there to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice, cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. When before me billows rise from the mighty deep, then my Lord directs my bark, he doth safely keep, and he leads me gently on through this world below. He's a real friend to me, oh, I love him so. To see him look upon his face, there to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice, cares all past. Home at last, ever to rejoice. Page 378, after scripture reading and prayer. Good morning, family. Isn't it great to be in the house of the Lord? Brother Glenn just handed me a note that says, Sister Minnie Gift, has several members, family members, who have the virus. She's asking for our prayers for them, and we will lift our voice in prayer for not only her, but all of those that are sick. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning is going to be found in the book of 1 Thessalonians, 5th chapter, 12th verse, um, through the 17th verse. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 through 17. And I'll be reading from the King James Bible. <clears throat> and we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, Comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men. See that none renders evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. Let's go before God's throne. 
Almighty God, Jehovah Yahweh, it is you who have made us and not we ourselves. For we are your people, the sheep of your pasture. And being your sheep, Father, we are so thankful that you sent the great shepherd, Jesus the Christ, your son and our savior, down to this low ground of sorrow where all men have sinned and fallen short of your glory. But God, because of your great love, because of your compassion, your faithfulness towards your creation, you were willing to give up your only son for our sins. And by giving up your son, we were able to be, to be redeemed, reconciled, and brought back to you through repentance and baptism. We are not only thankful, Father, but we pray, dear Lord, that all of the things we do, the lives that we live in front of others, that they will see the reality of serving you, the true and the living God, the God who does all things well. So, Father, we thank you prayerfully, not just in word, but in deed. Father God, at this time, we pray for all of those that sick, the Gift family, Sister Pillar's family, and all, there have been many, Father, that have suffered with the effects of this virus. There have been 400,000 lives lost, Lord. 400,000 families, Lord, that have missed a loved one. 400,000 families, Father, who could not say even good morning to their loved ones anymore. So, Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We know that whatever's going on, you are in control. You're always in control, Father, and we can lean and trust on your everlasting arms to bring us through this pandemic and through all the troubles that are going on in our nation. Father God, our economy is struggling. People are losing jobs left and right. People are hungry that have never been hungry before. But God, you've always made a way. And we're thankful, Father, that you are a way maker and a heart fixer. You have straightened our lives, Father, because we could not do these things of our own. So, Father, we thank you for all of these things, and we pray that these people that are sick will be made well at your time. Father God, we thank you for this church and all of the churches of Christ around this city, this nation, and this world. Lord, and we pray that our preachers will be strong. Dig in their heels. Stand on your truth, Lord, and tell them what they do to be saved. For there's only one way to salvation. There's only one way through you, Lord, and it's through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So we continue to pray for the sick and the afflicted, those that are downtrodden, cast down, those that have all types of disabilities, whether they're medical or physical, Father. We pray for those that deal with mental illnesses, Father. This pandemic has made them worse off than they were before. They don't seem to have the help that they always need. But God, you're always there. You said you never leave us and forsake us, and we know you cannot lie. So whatever you tell us, Father God, we are truly leaning on your everlasting arms. Lord, we pray for this country. She is divided. There's strife and wrath, hatred among people that call themselves brothers, even dislike amongst those that are of, the, of our faith and seem to not be able to get these things right. Lord, help us to just depend on you. And like David, when I am afraid, I will just trust in you. Father God, we pray for the one that's gonna stand before us shortly. 
given to him ready remembrance, Father, that he will remember those things that he has studied and can explain this to us, Father God, even a child can understand. We thank you for this church, 904. Those that continue to labor here, our, our ministers, our deacons, and our elders, as well as every member, Father, who is sitting on a pew this morning. Lord, and I just pray that we don't just sit on the pew, but we'll stand on your promises, that we'll be bold so that the world can see the reality of serving you, the true and the living God. And Father God, at the end of this day, I pray that faith will be strengthened, love will multiply, and we will be that example to the whole world. Thank you again for Jesus Christ, Yeshua, your son. It's his, in his most precious name that we pray. We ask it all in his name. Let the church say, amen. amen. Page 337 will be a song of invitation after our message this morning. Page 337 <clears throat> will be the song of invitation after our message. After you've marked page 337, we'll notice page 378. Page 378. Let us sing. Just a few more days to be filled with praise and to tell the old, old story. Then when twilight falls and my Savior calls, I shall go to him in glory. I'll exchange my cross for a starry crown where the gates swing out were never. At his feet I'll lay every burden down and forever. Just a few more years with their toil and tears and their journey will be ended. Then I'll be with him where the tide of time with eternity is blended. I'll exchange my cross for a starry crown where the gates swing out were never. At his feet I'll lay every burden down and with Jesus reign forever. What a joy it will be when I wake to see him for whom my heart is burning. Never more to sigh, never more to die, for that day my heart is yearning. I'll exchange my cross for a starry crown, where the gates swing out were never Feet I'll lay every burden down and with Jesus reign forever. I'll exchange my cross for a starry crown where the gates swing out were that we all are indeed are grateful 
that God has blessed us. But this is another opportunity to assemble ourselves together for the purpose of worshiping him in spirit and in truth. It is so good to see each of you this morning. I know that there are those who have assembled in their homes to worship God. It's indeed a wonderful opportunity that we all have. Number 337 will be our song of invitation. The song will be sung for the purpose of inviting you to Christ if you're here and have not as of yet surrendered your life in obedience to the gospel. It's our prayer that you would do so at the time of the singing of number 337. The Bible teaches us that we must hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized for the remission or forgiveness of our sins. Also, if you're here this morning and you're already a member of the body of Christ, but you've perhaps wandered from the Lord, it's our prayer that you would do also, as the Bible teaches us all to do, confess your faults one to another that we might pray one for another. Now, if you have your Bibles, and I hope we all do this morning, perhaps you would like to turn with me to the First Thessalonian letter. We would like to begin with the fifth chapter. We would like to begin with Verse 12. Verse 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none of you render evil for evil unto anyone, or any man, I'm sorry, but every fellow, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and do all men, unto all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything giving thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 
Let us notice this morning, verse 17, where the Bible says, pray without ceasing. Church, how often do we pray? We know that we are living in troublesome times today. And we, a lot of times, uh, we are kept from being with one another. We are perhaps in the homes by ourselves. And we get disturbed. But one thing, or one blessing that we as Christians have is that we have a way of talking to our Heavenly Father. Isn't that a wonderful blessing? That we can talk to the God of Heaven, our Father. And the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. Christians must pray regularly. Prayer is a duty, a privilege, and joy of the Christian life. As we think about the implication of prayer, first of all, it is that God is personal. 1 Peter 3 and verse 12, the Bible says, The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. His ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those that do evil. Now this might be disturbing to some. To think about that God sees us. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Also, when we think about prayer, we realize that it is powerful. 1 John 5 and the verses 14, the Bible there says this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything. According to his will. He heareth us. Isn't that wonderful Christians? As we think again about the privilege of prayer. Prayer is the Christian's opportunity. To talk to Almighty God. Matthew 7 and verse 7. Let's look at that. Matthew 7 and verse 7. The Bible says what? Ask. Listen. Ask. And it shall be given you. And it shall be given you. Seek. And ye shall find. Seek and you shall find. Knock 
And it shall be opened unto you. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Keep reading. For everyone that asketh receiveth. Everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. He that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Isn't this a wonderful thought for a child of God? All we have to do is ask our Heavenly Father. Ask and what? He'll give it to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it the door shall be open. All of this is to the child of God, to the Christian. The asking, however, must be according to God's will. And we find God's will in the New Testament for us. All we have to do is study to find out what God's will is for us. And we must ask according to his will. We must not ask selfishly. If we do, we don't have to look for it because we won't get it. James 4 and verse 3 talks about a man who asks and receiveth not. Why? Because he wants to spend it on himself. Our asking must not be selfish. Prayer is the Christian's access to unlimited blessings. 1 John 5, verses 15. 1 John 5 and verse 15. Let's look at that. Unlimited blessings. And if we know that he hears us, we, and if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. We know he knows that we have a petition that we desire of him. Whatever we ask, God hears us. Prayer, someone has said prayer is like writing checks on the bank of heaven. God hears and answers the prayers of a righteous man. James 5, verse 16. Confess your faults one to another that we should pray one for another. For the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Of a righteous man. Prayer is a means of becoming involved in the needs of others. We might sometimes be so, you know, kind of want to get off to ourselves and don't want nobody else to deal with our business and know our business, but we need to be involved with one another. 
Let's go to 1 Timothy. The chapter is 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2. Let's look at verses 1, 2, and 8. I exhort, therefore, that, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks, thanks be made for all men. Be made for all men. For kings. For kings. And for all that are in authority. All that are in authority. That we may lead a quiet and peaceful life. That we might lead a quiet and peaceful life. In all godliness and honesty. In all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. Do you want to drop down to verse 8? I will therefore. I would therefore. That men pray everywhere. That men pray everywhere. Lifting up holy hands. Lifting up holy hands. Without wrath and doubt. Without wrath and doubting. Isn't that wonderful church? We are to pray. Pray for all men. Pray for kings. Pray for those who are in authority. Not that we might gain something from them, but that we, they might rule in such a way that, that we as God's children can live a quiet and peaceable life. This is why we are praying. Get involved. Remember how Moses prayed for Israel. In Numbers, the 14th chapter over there, remember that the children of Israel, that God's people, I should say, were freed from Egyptian bondage. And they saw all of the things that God had done before then. But when they were getting ready to enter the land of milk and honey, they had to send out spies first to go and spy out the land. They did that. And the spies came back with a troublesome report. They said, you know, it is indeed a great country over there. But there's giants over there. Well, I guess you know what God's people begin to do. They begin to murmur and complain. Oh, I wish we had stayed in Egyptian bondage. Are you kidding me? God said to Moses, I will destroy these people and give you a people that you can be proud of. But Moses said, no. Let me pray for them. Let me pray for them. And he prayed to God, forgive these people. I guess you know God did. Mm -hmm. 
God forgave. Christians, excuse me, <coughs> must pray for other Christians. Remember in Acts the 8th chapter, the people over there, when they heard the gospel, obeyed the gospel. Begin to obey it. And there was a man over there named Simon. Simon the Sosper. Remember, Simon obeyed the gospel too. Well, he began to follow the apostles around and he began to see the miracles they were doing. And I guess you know, Simon says, I'll give you money if you will give me that power. Well, they told Simon, say, your money will perish with you. You cannot buy the gift of God. Pray. Pray. Well, Simon didn't pray himself. He asked them to pray for him. So we can pray for other Christians if we know their problems. And again, I, I, I say sometimes we, we, we get so secret. Don't want anybody to know anything about us. Well, if I don't know that you want prayer, how do I know to pray for you? We can indeed pray for other Christians. And we should. Let us look at the power of prayer. Prayer enables the Christian to unburden the soul. As we think about unburdening the soul, we go to Philippians 4. Philippians 4. Where we find that prayer is an antidote for anxiety. Again, in this day and time, there may be a lot of anxiety. What church are we praying? I hope we are. Are we in the Philippian letter, the fourth chapter? Let us look at verses six and seven. Be careful for nothing. Do what? Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known, made known unto God. Be careful for nothing. He didn't say don't be concerned, but don't worry about anything. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by what? By prayer. By prayer. And supplication. And supplication. With thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. Child of God. And the peace of God. And the peace of God. Which passeth all which understanding. Which passeth all understanding. To keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. 
Isn't it wonderful to be a child of God? Isn't it wonderful? The greatest blessing known to mankind. When we obey the gospel, we, we become children of God. And if we get too concerned about things, all we have to do is go to our Heavenly Father. And the peace of God, God will bring peace to your life that people don't understand. A child of God. Did you read verse 7? Mm-hmm. Read it again. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. One may pray and cast all their care upon the Lord. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Casting all your care upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. Again, isn't it wonderful to be a child of God? Prayer. Enables one to stay near God. James 4 and verse 8. How can one who repeatedly prays as Jesus talking to teaching his disciples how to pray lead us not into temptation? How can one continually pray that way and succumb to the pull of evil? How can one's heart be ruled by hate if he is praying for his enemies. Prayer is a vital part of God's plan of forgiveness. When a sinful Christian repents, confesses his sins, 1 John 1. Let's go over that. 1 John chapter 1. Begin with verse 5. Listen up, church. This, then, is the message we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. In him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him. If we say that we have fellowship with him. And walk in darkness. And walk in darkness. We lie. Do what? We lie and do not the truth. We lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light. But if we walk in the light. As he is in the light. As he is in the light. We have fellowship. We have fellowship. One with another. One with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. Cleanses us from all sins. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, 
we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins. Prayer, we know, must be in faith. The prayer must be from a humble heart. You know, we don't need to be like we find the Pharisees in the 18th chapter of Luke. <clears throat> we can go over there and you spare. Well, we can get over there. We find the Pharisees. Begin with verse 10. Two men went up into the temple to pray. Two men went up into the temple to pray. The one a Pharisee. One a Pharisee. And the other a publican. And one a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. The Notice now, the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank thee. God, I, I thank you. That I am not as other men are. That I'm not as other men are. Extortioners. Extortioners. Unjust. Unjust, adulterers, adulterers, or even as this publican. Even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. Listen at him, telling God what he does, I, like God didn't know. I give tithes of all that I possess. Do what? I give tithes of all that I possess. I give tithes with all that I possess. And the publican. And the publican. Now notice two men. The publican. Standing afar off. Standing afar off. Would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven. Would not lift up so much as his eyes to heaven. But smote upon his breast. Smote upon his breast. Saying, God, God be, be merciful to me a sinner. Be merciful to me a sinner. Read. I tell you. I tell you. This man went down to his house justified. This man rather, went down to his house justified. Rather than the other. Rather than the other. For everyone that exalted himself. Everyone that exalted himself. Shall be abased. Shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself. He that humbleth himself. Shall be exalted. Shall be exalted. Thank you, sir. Amen. See, when we pray. We don't tell God what we have done. We don't tell God that we are better than everybody else. God knows what we are. He knows what we are. He knows what we do. So we don't have to tell him what we are doing. Just like the publican. He's, the Bible said he would not so much as lift up his eyes toward heaven, but beat up on his chest and said, Be merciful to me, a sinner. This man went down to his house blessed rather than the other. As we get into our conclusion, prayer is not a part of God's plan of salvation for the alien son. Remember in Mark 16, 15, Jesus 
told the disciples to go into all the world and preach the gospel. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. He didn't say tell them to pray for forgiveness or pray the sinner's prayer. What they have to do, obey the gospel. So prayer is not a part of God's plan of salvation. Prayer is a Christian's privilege and duty. The Lord left us an example. Remember the Bible says in 1 Peter 2.21, For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, surely to be like Christ. We must be people of prayer. How often do we pray, church? I wonder if you're here today and you're in need of salvation. Once again, the Bible doesn't say pray the sinner's prayer. The Bible tells us that we need to obey the gospel to receive forgiveness of sin. The Christian has the privilege of prayer. The Christian, not an alien sinner, but the Christian. I wonder if you are here today and whatever you stand in need of, let us know about it as we all stand and sing. Jesus but lost is thy heart right with God is thy heart right with when God you come. washed in the crimson flood cleansed and made holy humble and lowly right in the sight of God as thou dominion or self and or sin is thy heart right with God over all evil without and within is thy heart right with God is thy heart right with God washed in the crimson flood cleansed and made holy humble and lowly right in the sight of god are all thy powers under jesus control is thy heart right with god does he each moment abide in thy soul is thy heart right with God? Is thy heart right with God? 
washed in the crimson flood, cleansed and made holy, humble and lowly, right in the sight of God. Once again, we want to thank Brother McLean for another wonderful message. Message about prayer. Can you ever get enough prayer? <laughs> prayer is something that all of us need. Prayer is something that we can all benefit from. And if you're a child of God, prayer is something that we all can do. <laughs> and so let us continue to use that benefit that God gave us. It is a blessing, y'all, and a privilege to be able to talk to the Father of heaven and knowing that he will hear our prayers and answer them if it be his will and remember when it comes to prayers he always answers our prayers it's either yes no or not right now thank you brother McLean wonderful message we have those that have come to make their requests known Br brother Terrell Thompson wants to Thank the congregation for their prayers. And also, Sister Carol Thompson is asking the church for prayers. Uh, she's going uh, to the doctors on Tuesday. Also, Brother Casey, Casey Gore, um, he's got a procedure today as well. And he is asking for the prayers of the church. Sister Carol Merritt is asking for the prayers of the church on behalf of her and her household, and also for the Chapman family. Let's continue just to pray one for another. Remember those that are not here right now. Let's continue to pray for them as well. And those that have been on the sick list for a long time, let's remember them as well and not forget them. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, once again, we approach that throne of grace, thanking thee, Heavenly Father, for all that you've granted unto us from the earliest of our existence down to this present moment of time. We thank thee most of all for letting thy son die for us, Heavenly Father, which we did not deserve. But we ask that you would help us, Heavenly Father, to so live our lives, Heavenly Father, that would be showing thee that we appreciate all that you've done for us. We come mindful of all of those that have come to make the request known, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would please Bless the Thompson family. Thank you for uh, letting Terrell uh, be getting better. We ask that you would please be with Carol as she has a doctor's appointment. We ask that you please be with the legs as they have an, an appointment as well. Bless those Heavenly Father, others that will be having procedures. Please bless Andrea Shelton. We ask that you be with her. Be with all of those, Heavenly Father, that are not able to be able to come out just yet because of the pandemic. We ask that you please bless all of those that are, are sick and afflicted, those that are behind prison walls. Just bless us all, Heavenly Father. Bless this country as we are a divided nation at this time. We ask that you would please help us to heal and come together and not only this nation but the world over heavenly father we ask that you would help us to seek not just peace but seek that peace and come to thee before it is everlasting too late 
continue to help us, Heavenly Father, as children of God, to truly be that which you would have us to be and continue to stand on that word. Help us all, Heavenly Father, to stand on that message and to take that message out to a dying and perishing world. Continue to guide us and be with us all and forgive us of our sins. In the name of Christ, amen. He is able, more than able, to accomplish what concerns me today. He is able, more than able, to handle anything that comes my way. He more than I could ever dream. He is able, more than able, to make me what he wants me to be. Brother McClain, we want to thank you for that message once again. The world has given us material to pray for in 2020 and starting in 2021 and you just gave us the formula straight from heaven on how to handle those problems. As we now focus our minds on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we'll notice the first verse of page 268. Page 268. Let us sing. I gave my life for thee, my precious blood I shed, that thou mightst ransom be and quicken from the dead. I gave, I gave my life for thee, what hast thou given for me? I gave, I gave my life for thee, what hast thou given for me? Let's give off, let's give thanks for the collection. Most glorious and all wise, mighty God, our Heavenly Father, the God that knows and sees all things, the God that giveth, and the God that taketh away, blessed be thy name. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the jobs you allow us to have and the means that you allow us to accomplish and those things you allow us to, to uh, go to work and be able to get other things and have different revenues coming in. We just pray, Heavenly Father, that we realize, Heavenly Father, that these things come from thee. And we pray, Heavenly Father, we realize that the things that we have, they all belongs to you. We pray, Heavenly Father, for the collection that has been taken up, will be taken up. We pray, Heavenly Father, we all give freely from the heart, and it will be used in a way to be pleasing and to thee. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now we have come down to the part of the service where we remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on him dying on the cross with the sins of mankind. 
that through his death and sufferings, we all may have that right to the tree of life and have a privilege of him which is the true and living God. In Matthew, the chapter is 26, the verse is 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread. He blessed it. He broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, take eat. This is my body. And he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he gave it to them saying, drink ye all this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which was shed for many for remission of sins. Let's bow in prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, you're such a good God. You love mankind so much that you sent your only begotten Son to die for the sins of mankind. And we pray in the Father that we do not take these things for granted, but we give all praise and honor to you. We pray in the Father, thanking you for your only begotten Son who hung on the cross. We thank you for his body, and we thank you for his precious blood that was shed for our sins. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now you may be able to uh, open your conduit. Let me take over the body. Now the blood. This concludes this part of the service. For our closing song, let us know it's page 934. That is page 934. Hosanna. All found? Let us all stand and sing. Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Lord, we lift up your name with hearts, with hearts full of praise. Be exalted, O Lord my God, Hosanna in the highest. Glory, glory, glory to the King of kings. Glory, glory, glory to the King of kings. Lord, we lift up your name with us full of praise. Be exalted, O Lord my God, Hosanna in the highest. Shall we bow? Heavenly Father, at this time we present ourselves before thy throne of grace. Thankful, Father, for this space of time to assemble freely, but while doing so, worshiping you as commanded, that being in spirit and in truth. We pray, Father, that we have done this in a favorable manner, one that is well-pleasing in your eyesight, allowing all the glory and honor to go unto you. 
As we prepare, Father, to depart this building, we pray that we depart only one from another, not from your love and not from your grace. And we pray that we continue to let our lights shine, Father, that we continue to be examples that you have set before us, that we may be that example to the world. We ask all these blessings and receive them in the name of your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ. May we all say, Amen. Amen.